Hey everyone, happy Monday. Welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Bueller, and I'm here with my co-host and twin sister, Brittany. Hey guys. So we are officially one year out to the Tokyo Olympics. The Olympics were actually supposed to be happening right now, but as we all know, the games were postponed because of COVID-19, and here we are, one year out again, and we're still trying to predict who's going to be on the team now that everyone has an extra year to train. We thought it would be fun to do a year early prediction for the US team just because we're seeing so many exciting training updates and some possible upgrades and with a whole extra year anything can happen. This could possibly be one of the deepest teams that the US has ever seen. So today we weigh in on who we think will actually find a spot for themselves on that four person team as well as who we think will be able to grab one of the final individual spots alongside Jade Carey. As always, make sure you're following us on social media. We're at All Things Gym Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you guys have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can email us at allthingsgympod at gmail.com. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. So this time last year, I actually wrote down my prediction for the Tokyo Olympic team because I thought it would be fun to look back on it and see how right or wrong I was. And I looked at it again this morning and I was actually pretty surprised that for the most part, it's the same. I feel the same now as I did back then. There's one spot on the team, which I think most people would probably agree with this. There's that one last spot on the team that I think could go to a couple different people. Yeah. And that's where the most debate is. I think that for the most part, a lot of gymnastics fans are in agreement with a couple key players that probably will be on the team unless something happens. But we'll get into our predictions here. I know me and you, Brittany, were on the same page with this. Yeah, because twins, we always are. (laughs) But we we have gone back and forth quite a bit. Even within this last week, our minds have changed. When we actually sat down and oh, looked even at the like numbers. an hour ago, yeah, <laughs> before we recorded this podcast, sitting, we made a change. Yeah, sitting down looking at the numbers. There's just so many possibilities, and I honestly could see it going a couple different ways. But I'm feeling pretty good with the prediction that we have here today. So it'll be fun to look back on this and see if we're right or wrong. Right. <laughs> So let's start with the most obvious, Simone Biles. I don't think in any world would Simone Biles not make this team unless something bad happened, which I don't even want to think about because I don't want to jinx her. But Simone is 100% definitely going to be on the team. When I was writing notes for this, I was like, do we even need to explain why Simone's going to be on the team? No, I don't think anyone's going to argue with us. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're safe in saying that Simone Biles is a lock for the team. But, I mean, just in case you're curious of knowing... Some of her start values in 2019, on bars she had a 6.3, on beam she had a 6.5, and then of course if she does the double-double dismount, which is the Biles, that would bring it up a 10, so a 16.6, which she probably won't do because it doesn't really seem, you know, risk versus reward, it's not really worth it, Mm -hmm. which is a shame and totally not fair. Right. That's a whole nother debate. (laughs) And then on floor, she had a 6-7. So really high start values, the best in the world. No one can top that. And I would expect her to be in every event for the team finals. Oh, yeah. And she's hinted around maybe at some upgrades. She's not 100% come out and said that she's going to bring any new skills to Tokyo. But she did an interview last week with Scott Bregman in the Olympic Channel. And she hinted at maybe doing a quad turn on beam, a quad wolf turn, I should say. 
Or at least, I think that's what we're assuming it is. She, I think she said a quad turn. Yeah, because I remember listening to it and saying to you, like, what, what does she mean? Because I heard her say quad turn, but mm-hmm. I was like, what does she mean? Probably a quad wolf turn, because she already does the yes. triple. And she does it very well, so I feel like she could do a quad wolf turn. And I'd be okay with that, because I think Simone's wolf turns are, are nice. Yeah. And then she also hinted at maybe doing a Yurchenko double back. She's trained that in the past. I don't know if she's ever seriously trained it, but... That would be kind of cool to see her do. Yeah, I mean, she already has a vault named after her, so why not just go for two? I more so think that I want to see a bar skill from her, because she Uh needs the complete set of Biles on every event. That kind of drives me crazy to have, like... I mean, this is such, like, a legend thing to be able to say, like, you have skills on every event, but... Like, she has skills and everything but bars, so I'm like, please, will you just do a bar skill? Like, even if it's the most basic thing. Yeah. Like, find, like, some super easy skill, just do it to get it named after you. I know that's probably not at the top of her priority list, but this is just me selfishly thinking, like... It's the top of your priority list. Yes, my priority list for Simone. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it would be really cool for her to be able to say she has a skill in every event. Yeah, it would be. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think, as far as her making the Olympic team, whatever, what skills she does does not, that's not going to change anything. Simone is going to Tokyo either way, so. And she will be in contention for all the gold medals, probably except for bars, so. (laughs) The next person that we have on our team, we also think could possibly be a lock, is Suni Lee. Yeah, I think last year she really... Show she made a good case for herself as an all-arounder and kind of proved that she's maybe the second best all-arounder for the United States behind Simone. And also probably one of the best all-arounders in the world even. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't necessarily have a great all-around competition at Worlds last year, but she is right up there. And I think that her bars is really what makes the case for her as a lock because... She's in contention for the gold medal. She's phenomenal, yeah. And to be so strong on one event, but then also be a really solid all-arounder, I think with the current set of gymnasts in the United States, she's she's made a good case for herself with what she brings to the table. Right. She makes sense on the team, absolutely. So last year she competed on uneven bars. She had a 16-4 start value. And with the Nabieva half that we've seen, it would be a 16-7, which is huge. That's absolutely huge. That is so crazy. So that would be really cool to see. And she's been posting, like, all these different, like, possible routines. That's what's so funny about her is that she has so many different skill possibilities, combinations, so many possibilities for that routine. So it's like, what is she going to put in? But right. I think that with, with the Nabieba half into the straddle back half, so Nabieba half into Eshova, we've seen her do that a couple times on Instagram. That would put her at the 6-7 that you mentioned. So that would be definitely in contention for the gold medal at the Olympic Games. Um, also on top of that, I think that she could make a strong contribution to Team USA on balance beam and also on floor exercise. Mm-hmm. I think that she's sometimes overlooked for someone like Morgan. When I see people on Twitter talking about their team, you know, they put Morgan in on that spot and which that could be the case, but I do think that SUNY is a pretty solid all arounder. Mm-hmm. And um on beam she has a sixteen two, just for comparison, and on floor she has a fifteen seven. But she is training some upgrades. So I talked to SUNY in March, I think. It was sometime earlier this year. Uh, I did a little feature on her for International Gymnast Magazine, which, by the way, still never came out. So <laughs> don't ask where this interview is because it's not even published yet. But she mentioned doing a upgrade on floor. She didn't say what, but she said an upgrade on floor. So I'm kind of assuming, just based off of what she already does, 
maybe adding a full twist to her double layout, so like a laid out full end. Yeah. I think that would be a realistic upgrade for her. So I'm thinking maybe that, but I don't really have any insight on that. I'm just guessing. But that would raise her start value significantly. And then she's so consistent on floor. We saw that at World. It was like every routine she did looked the exact same. It did, truly. Which, that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. That means that you can put her up in the team final and rely on her. We're going to go over it again once we name our team, because we're kind of, like, dragging you guys along here to keep the suspense building. But we'll kind of go through and explain, like, who we think is going to go where in the team final. But we have her possibly doing the all-around in the team final. Another thing I want to mention, too, in terms of upgrades, she posted a video on Beam of her doing an Anodi to a front aerial to a scale. Really cool combination. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she's going to actually put that in her Beam routine or not, but that could also help raise her start value there so she has a 16-2 like you mentioned that could definitely help and in addition to any other upgrades she might be throwing in as well right like who knows what else she has up her sleeve Mm -hmm. but like I said I think she's really made a strong case for her as an all-arounder and everyone else is upgrading too so it's definitely you know things could change by this time next year but as of right now, knowing what we know, I think that she's kind of a lock with Simone. Yeah, I would have a really, really, really hard time believing that she wouldn't be on the team, just with how strong she is on bars alone. So the next gymnast that we have on our team is Grace McCallum. I feel like Grace sometimes gets overlooked. When I look on Twitter and see people's predictions for Tokyo, I see some people have Grace on it, but not everyone does. And I feel like she's kind of a secret weapon. And with some of the upgrades that she has planned, I feel like she's going to make sense on this team. It wouldn't make sense not to bring her. Right. For example, on Vault, she's working two upgrades. She mentioned this in our interview last week. If you guys didn't hear it, she was on our show. And she mentioned doing an Aminar and a Chun. So those are two huge vaults that make her worthy of being on the team alone. I mean, she's she's a solid all-arounder, but I feel like having those two vaults really helps make her case. If she didn't have those vaults, I think you could argue maybe her not making a lot of sense on the team. But, but I still think that her double, even if she didn't upgrade for some reason, her double is still better than anybody else on the team Mm -hmm. so i still think that she would make the vault lineup for team final but even without an upgrade but i would imagine that she's training two different vaults she's gonna come up with at least one of them if not both yeah and that works for not only the team final but then also to have another girl who can possibly go for a vault medal obviously you have simone and you're gonna have jade too jade carey but to have Grace in there as well, we'll have to see what her vaults look like. I've only seen her Aminar maybe once or twice on video. But I imagine it's going to look pretty good because she's pretty clean. And yeah, I think that alone is just huge for her to have those upgrades. She's also upgraded her bar routine a little bit. She now starts, well, she's going to be starting at a 6-1. That's with um, some in bars. She added two to the beginning of her routine, a Jaeger, and then a double-double dismount. Yeah, and the double-double this month looks really good. Mm-hmm. Also, shout-out to at Scoring on Twitter for helping us calculate that score because we aren't <laughs> good with that, and I put on our blog, Twitter, Triple Twist, and just asked for someone to help us calculate what her score would be, and Beam Scoring helped us out. So thank you to them. So yeah, 16-1, and then on floor last year, she had a 5-7, which isn't the highest start value, but she's also training a laid out full in on floor, which that'll help a lot. Yeah. And I think that she's pretty consistent with her landing. She tends to stick, a two feet stick her, you know, four passes quite a bit. So, and then also just for the record, she has a 5-9 on beam. I don't think I would necessarily put her up in the 
you know, the lineup on Beam in Team Final, but... No, I was going to say, I think the main place where she's going to contribute is going to be on Vault and Floor. And having those those two new Vault upgrades, if she can get those, yeah, that's going to be There's huge. no reason why they wouldn't take her, because mm-hmm. we don't have another big Vaulter, except for... Well, we do have Jade. You know, but Jade's not going to be on the team. She's not going to be on the team, mm-hmm. so right. We need somebody else with a big Vault. I mean, we could still win without it, but why would you sit home an Aminar or a Chung mm-hmm. when you have someone who's capable of doing it, especially if she's doing it well? So the final spot that we have on the four-person team, the main team, is the spot that we were kind of going back and forth with for a little bit, even right up until 30 minutes before we recorded this (laughs) podcast, because we originally had somebody else on this team in the spot, and we ultimately decided that Riley McCusker would be the best fit. So we have Riley in the fourth and final spot for the team. Now we're going to try and explain to you why, because I think that some people might agree with this and some people might not, but I think when you actually look at the numbers, Riley does mathematically make the most sense at this point in time. Not to mention, she's looking so good at Arizona Sunrise. Her tumbling looks improved. Her bars, I don't want to say her bars is improved because she was always good on bars, but her bar dismount is looking way better. Yeah, she got a new dismount, uh, double back with a half turn. It's the same dismount that Nastia did. But she does it, like, way better than Nastia. No offense, Nastia, if you're listening. I doubt you are, but (laughs) it's way better. But she keeps her legs together. Nastia always got criticism because she would, like, cowboy, they call it. Her legs were, like, way far apart. She had, like, flexed feet. It wasn't the prettiest thing in the world, but Riley's dismount looks so pretty. And that's actually going to bring her start value up. Start value up. I said that weird. <laughs> Quite a bit. So last year she had a, a 16 on bars. And then with that dismount, it's going to put her at a 16.4. Yeah. So that's pretty good. It is. And then she's also phenomenal on beam. Beautiful beam marker. Her start value is a 16.4 there as well. That's not with any upgrades. Obviously, we don't really know. We only know what we see. So... She could be working some upgrades on Beam. I'm sure she is. But as of 2019, her start value was 16.4, which is competitive. Then on Floor, she has a 15.4. So that's definitely one of her weaker events. As with Vault, I mean, I wouldn't say she's weak on Vault. She has a double, and it's not bad. But that's where it gets interesting. Because when you look at the numbers, like Brittany said, you kind of realize that on average, she's better, I don't want to say better than Morgan, but she scores higher on average than Morgan Hurd does. Yes, and so Morgan Hurd, I guess we technically didn't say it, but Morgan Hurd is who we were going back and forth with for the final spot. We had Morgan, and then we actually laid out the numbers in front of us, and we were like, wait a second, I don't think we can justify Morgan, because mm-hmm. Riley, on average, has scored higher on every single event. Because in my mind, the way I was thinking about it is, they would both, they both could do all around, it's going to be competitive, of course, with only two per country, but they both are strong all-arounders. And then in team final, they would be used on bars and beam. Those yes. would be the events that you would think that you would need them the most on. And they, they could do the other events, but they, they'd for sure be doing bars and beam. Yes. But then when you actually look at the numbers, you see that Riley's a little bit ahead. Not a lot. But a little bit. So, again, this could all come down to upgrades. This could come down to, in that moment, who's looking better. So much can happen between now and then. Yeah, so I would just like to say that we do have Riley at the moment, but I would not be shocked at all if Morgan were to be the one on the team. I think it could really, truly be either one of them. Yeah. We just decided to go with Riley at the moment because she's looking so good in training videos, and also because of her performance last year, she did technically do stronger 
And, but Morgan and, also had a really off year. So I, I say like, I feel like neither Riley or Morgan really had that great of a year last year. I would say maybe you could argue that Riley's year was a little bit better, but she, she didn't compete at Worlds, obviously, because she was having some issues. And now we know a little bit more about why, because of what was going on with Maggie Haney. But I'm optimistic with her being with a new coach, a coach that, you know, is used to having a powerful gymnast. Obviously, Jade Carey's dad. Jade's a very powerful gymnast. And it seems to already be working in her favor. Her double yeah. layout on floor we saw a video of. So much better looking. So much more of a, a, a lift off yeah. the ground than she had in the past. She looked kind of flat before. So, yeah, she always just barely got it around. Yeah. So, I think good things are going to happen here for Riley. But we wanted to give you guys some numbers if you're into that. Um, these are averages. So, what we did is we looked at scores from 2019. Obviously, Morgan did technically compete in 2019. I shouldn't say technically. 2020. She, she, 20, yep, yeah, sorry. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place. Morgan did compete in 2020, obviously the American Cup. But just to keep things fair, we looked at scores from 2019 and... We picked the top four, so the highest four scores from both girls. Both international scores and national. Mm -hmm. And then we averaged them. So this is what we got. So we didn't do vaults, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, shit. Well, we did do do Riley's vaults. um, But I think it's because we were just going back and forth between... They would still be used for bars and beam Yes, Riley and Morgan, those are their, their strong suits. So... We had, that's funny. I'm like, we didn't do vaults, apparently. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, so... Okay, keep the show going here. <laughs> so Morgan on bars, her average was a 14.5, and then Riley's average was a 14.6, so obviously a tenth higher. Yeah. But... Not, not a whole, that's, not a whole lot, but That's give or take. Like, on any given day, that could, like, switch around. Mm-hmm. On beam, we have, for Morgan, a 14.01, so basically a 14 flat... And then for Riley, we have a 14.51. So significantly higher. Yes. Um, but that's also... Morgan was not doing her full difficulty last year. Morgan was a little bit off. I mean, Morgan is a beautiful beam worker, too. So, again, we'll that could see. change. <laughs> um, and then on floor, Morgan had a 13.52 average. And then Riley and Floor had a 13.71. So a roughly about a two-tenth higher average on Floor. But again, it's like literally it's repetitive at this point, but Morgan didn't have her full difficulty. Mm-hmm. She also had rougher Floor routines last year than I feel like she normally would. If you went back and looked at 2018, she was a lot more consistent on that event. So who knows? We'll see. Yeah, because also in 2018, she did her laid out double-double, and that's something that she could possibly be throwing back in for, you know, the Olympics. Her start value was only a 5-4 last season, so 2019, but it was 5-8, so 15.8. So we go back and forth. We're saying 5-8 and 15-8. I don't know how people prefer it be said. <laughs> you could say We're, it we're just way. all over the place, apparently, today. <laughs> I'm calling them both, but... Um, anyways, 15-8 in 2018, and that was with a double-double layout, a double layout, a front double full, and a double pike. So, she has some options as well as far as, you know, what passes she's going to do to raise her start value. But, as of right now, knowing what we know as far as what we've seen on social media, how they, you know, perform 
on a normal basis. I do think that Riley is probably a better option for the team and then maybe having Morgan as that other specialist spot. That way she can still go for the all-around because just because you're not on the team doesn't mean that you can't go for the event finals in the all-around. You're just not a part of the team. Right. So Morgan would essentially not be getting the team gold medal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, should I say that? Mm-hmm. Um, she wouldn't be getting whatever medal the Team USA wins at the Olympics. Uh, which is stupid, but I we know. won't go into it. I know. I don't like it, but it is what it is. <laughs> I do think Morgan can contend for the all-around and also possibly bars and beam event finals. Yeah, and maybe even floor. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like I said, it all, it all depends right now on what people show up with next year. And I feel like Morgan not making the world's team last year, I feel like she's going to be fired up. Oh, And oh, she's going to sure. be a different athlete this year than she was last year so it'll be kind of exciting to see what happens there so i guess in summary what we kind of have going for each event we have vault we have suny or riley as the leadoff and then here we have some numbers because we were kind of like so who's better i initially thought suny would Mm -hmm. be the option but then it turns out riley is better surprise apparently she's has higher average from last year yep so riley's average last year again same thing we took the highest four scores from the whole year riley's average on vault was a 14.425 and suny's was a 14.36 so not a whole lot of a difference there but i mean it could be one of those things that just comes down to the day but Either of them could go. Yeah, so imagine Suni or Riley as the lead-off on vault. We have Grace in the second spot, Simone in the third and final spot. Mm-hmm. Then for uneven bars, we have Simone as the lead-off, Riley as second, and Suni as the third and final spot. Balance beam, we have Suni as the lead-off, Riley second, and Simone third. And then on floor, we have Grace as the lead-off, Suni second, and Simone fourth. Or third. Wow. Cannot do math. (laughs) That's a pretty solid lineup, though. Yeah. And again, you got to remember with Team USA, it's like there's so much depth. There's so many good girls. I don't think that it doesn't really matter who you throw into these lineups. I think Team USA is in pretty... They're sitting pretty right now. Yes. With who they got. And... You know, you can say Suni on vault over Riley. or You know what I mean? You can flip some of those girls around. I don't think it would really make a whole lot of a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of gives me peace of mind when I look at the, the team and where I think, you know, things should end up. And then, yeah, so we'd also have Morgan as the other specialist. She would be going for the all-around spot. And possibly bars beam floor, depending on how things go. She could be in contention for an individual spot there mm-hmm. in the event finals. And then Jade Carey would be, we haven't really mentioned her a whole lot, but that's because she's kind of already got that spot locked down. And she would be going for a vault medal and a floor medal, which I think she can definitely do. Do you think we'll see any upgrades from her? We haven't seen any, I don't think, posted to social media. No, I mean, I'm sure she does have something up her sleeve. And I think that she's looking decent all around. Um, she really is. She's come a long way on bars and beam. But, like, she's really not bad. Like, you don't think of her as, like, a good bar worker. But she's really not bad. And I feel like any uh, if she was on any other team, she'd be, like, in their bar lineup in the Olympics. Yeah, like, team final. but USA is just, like, too strong. (laughs) I also real quickly wanted to mention, I meant to say this earlier, but I got caught up in looking at my notes. Upgrades for Morgan, possibly. Oh, that's right. We have seen her doing a Nabi Avon Bars, so that's kind of like, yay! Yeah, I love Nabi Avon Bars. Such a pretty skill. 
And then also, I wasn't sure if this was serious or not, but the double double off beam, I kind of think she could do it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know it was just kind of like a fun thing and she was just trying to be competitive with Simone because the caption was like trying to keep up with the goat. So I don't know if she's actually training that, but that would be kind of cool. She also can do a double double off bars. She did it back in the day. I want to say like 2016 when she was a junior, but that she hasn't competed it since. So I'm like, hmm, maybe throw that back in. Just thinking of ways that she could like raise her yeah. start value. And then also on beam, an aerial layo step out, layo step out. She posted that, or her gym posted that a couple weeks ago, and very, very beautiful. So just, you know, upgrades here and there that I think can make Morgan a little more interesting. Yeah, and again, make that final spot for the four-person team that much harder to pick. All right, so let's talk alternates, shall we? Um, one that I'm really excited about is Connor McLean. I never thought I would be saying that because she wasn't originally eligible for this Olympics, but now she is. And I think originally I kind of wanted her on the team, but I think she would do well as an alternate. I think that she doesn't really have a whole lot of experience internationally. I don't know if it's a good idea to throw her in the Olympics, especially when it wasn't on her radar to begin with. Right. I feel like that's a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations, and I just don't know if it's a good idea to do that to her. I feel like being an alternate and getting to travel with the team, getting to be a part of that experience without actually having to compete in the Olympics would be beneficial for her. Yeah, that's a good experience in and of itself. And also for her to, you know, possibly try and make the world's team later that year. I think that... If there is a world championships. Right. We'll see. I guess pending that. But um, either way, I, I could see her being in the mix for being on the team for sure, especially with some exciting upgrades in there. But I agree. I think that alternate maybe would seem like a better fit at this point in time just to kind of give her some more time. She doesn't have to rush or you know, kind of mess with what her training plan already was. And if she was an alternate to this Olympic team, I think that would be really helpful for her. Looking forward to 2024, which was her original game plan all along, to have that experience in her back pocket, I think would be great. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really know if she was to be on the team, or if you were to argue that she should be on the team. Other than Beam, which she has a, right now, or at least last season, she had a 6-1 start value on Beam. Which is good. It is really good. But I just she's, don't... She's the beam queen. Yeah. But I just don't know other than that. She's really not very competitive yet. And I know that one day she will be. I know she probably has a bunch of skills that she can do, and she's been pacing herself. So I just don't want her to rush and get those skills out now. Right. She only has a 15 start value on floor, which is really low. Bars is good, potential. She has uh, 5.9. So, with some upgrades there, that could be better. But, yeah, I just don't think this is the right time for her. And she's so good. She's so young. Yeah, I think that just sticking on the path that she was already on. Mm -hmm. And I guess just going from there and seeing what happens. I'd love to see her as an alternate. I'd love to see her at Worlds and, of course, at the next Olympics. Mm -hmm. Leanne Wan was one that I mentioned this in the beginning. When I had my team written down last year, I actually had Leanne Wan on it in that last spot instead of Morgan or Riley. I had I had Morgan, I think. I had Morgan and not Riley. Okay. And then so then I had Leanne as the last one. I so, mean Leanne's a solid all arounder. She really doesn't have a weak event, I mm -hmm. feel like. Which does work to her advantage, but I just also at the same time don't feel like she stands out necessarily in any event either. Yeah. 
Um, I think that she'd be a little bit more competitive if she had an Aminar involved, which I know she is training. We haven't seen it yet, obviously, in competition, but I think if she had that, that would maybe help her case a little bit more for making the team. She has a, a 5.9 start value on bars, uh, 6.0 on beam, and then a 5.6 on floor. So, decent routines. Yeah. I kind of expected, I didn't know this until I actually went and looked up her start value, but I kind of expected her floor start value to be a little bit higher, especially with the upgrades that she added at the American Cup last year. Yeah. The Arabian double pike and then the... Three and a half. Yeah. She's such an amazing twister, too, so I'm like... I know. Really clean form. Yeah, I just don't know if she has enough right now. Like you said, she doesn't really stand out anywhere. She wouldn't, like, hurt the team in any way if she were to be on it. I also just don't know if she's... I think there's somebody on every single event that can argue who's better. Yeah, they could do what she could do and then maybe even more on another event. I think beam she could be useful on. She's a great beam worker, but... Yeah, I just don't know if it... it is, I don't know if she fits the puzzle right now. Yeah. And then the last one we have is Michaela Skinner. I really don't want her to be the alternate again. No, Especially after hearing, like, in our interview with her, like, how her experience was the first time around. And yeah. just to have her come back and work as hard as I know that she's been working. And to come, like, short again, oh, that would be so painful. Yeah. But I just don't know... I don't know what she would really bring to the team that we currently have that we, you know, announced here today. I don't know if she really fits into that anywhere. I mean, here's the thing. I think that her vault would be used if she were to be on the four-person team. But I think you really have to be an all-arounder to be in that spot. Because if somebody, you know, goes down with an injury, something happens... You gotta have somebody on that four-person team who can fill into that spot. I don't think Michaela fits that puzzle. No. Um, you could maybe argue the other specialist spot, but then we have Jade going for that spot. So it's and Simone with Simone, Jade, and also possibly Grace now, who also do other events better than Michaela. I would say. I just don't think her vault is enough to put her on the team because her floor she's good on floor that's her other good event but only a five eight start value yeah and then with execution she usually doesn't she get just that gets high. she gets hammered with the execution still and i'm kind of hoping that with this extra year she's gonna focus on cleaning up her execution a little bit but we'll see i guess i just don't think that she really fits the puzzle either like you mentioned, on vaults. There's so many girls doing that same vault as her, an Aminar and a Chan, and they do it so much better than her. Their execution score is so much better than her. So I just don't know if, if she's right for the team. I think Which she is would, a shame. I think she's she worked be, so hard and she'd look so much better this time around. Yeah. And I think she would be a good backup. Like, if something does happen to someone and they need someone to step in on vault or floor, you know what I mean? It's good to have her there as backup, but... She just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense on the main four-person team. Like you said, I really think that should be an all-arounder. Yeah. That's what's so painful about this is because the USA is so deep and there's so many girls who could honestly be on this team and have it make sense. Yeah. Kayla DeSello is another one that is in contention, but I don't quite know if she's... I don't know if she stands out, kind of like we said with Leanne. I don't know if she stands out enough on an event. Like, where would you use her at? Right. Um, another one, Olivia Greaves. She's good at bars. 
and I feel like that's the only event I could really see her being used on at this point in time. And she has a lot of potential. I just don't know. I feel like she needs a little bit more time. Yeah. She has... Does she have any international experience? I don't think so. Um, she went to... She, I want to say... Was it Gymix? Not this past year, but the year before. You're right. She did. Yeah. But still, she has barely any international experience. No. And, yeah, I feel like she would be a girl that would be great for the World Championships 2021 and... Oh, yeah. Maybe looking forward to 2024. You know, she needs a little bit more time, I feel I, like. I agree, yeah. And also with the whole, um, you know, what kind of happened at MGLE, we're really unsure of what she's doing as far as that. There was a video that she posted recently and it appeared as though she was still at MGLE. So she, so she could be training with Victoria Levine as long as someone's in the gym with them. That's the rule right now, at least, until something comes of that whole investigation with Victoria Levine. She is allowed to continue coaching. She just can't do it without supervision, basically. Right. So they, they, that must be what they're doing. They could have worked something out, but interesting. interesting yeah, I'm move. curious, just side note, to see where she ends up and... Mm-hmm. I guess that direction. Kara um, Akers, another one yeah. that, you know, she was on the last two world championship teams, but I just feel like she also doesn't really stand out on anything other than beam. She's great on beam, but as we've seen in the last two world championships, she's kind of struggled to get the big scores that we all kind of hoped that she would. Yeah. She gets really big scores here in the United States. And then when she goes to an international meet, she just gets hammered mm-hmm. and it ends up not really being worth it from a team perspective, I think. She's too much of a risk. Yeah. And I think it would help her to have, you know, if she if she would have modeled on beam at the last World Championships or something like that, I think to have that accolade in her back pocket, that would maybe mean a little bit more. But because she hasn't had a lot of success on beam internationally, it's kind of hard to justify bringing her onto the team just to do beam, even if... I'm thinking more for the specialist spot for her. I don't think the argument is really for her to be on that main four-person team. Yeah. Um, But still, I just don't know, you know, when you can have someone like Morgan who can bring in just as big of a score on beam. And do other events. And get credit for all the skills, because Kara's having problems getting credit with her ring leaps. Right. She would need to reconstruct her beam routine, I think, which maybe she's doing that. We don't really know, but... Uh, yeah, not it really, still seems too much of a risk for me. And yeah, not really too usable anywhere else. She's only doing a one and a half on vault still. I'll be surprised if she comes into this year and doesn't have at least a double. Because her one and a half is good. Like, she always nails the landing. Oh, it's like college ready? Yeah. <laughs> but that's not enough for the Olympics, so. No. What are your thoughts on Chelsea Memo and Lori Hernandez, the comeback kids? <sighs> I was rooting for them, and I still am, and I, it's clearly not, like, over, like, so much can happen between now and then. I just don't know if I see where they fit into the puzzle. I don't either. Um, Lori, I was thinking maybe beam, floor, you know what? I, I mean, she's good at bars, too. She is. I just don't know. We haven't seen any full routines from her. We've seen, like, bits and pieces here and there, just individual skills, so it's kind of hard to even say what her start value is. I just, I'm afraid by the time she actually comes back and competes, I don't want it to be like a Nastia 2012 type situation, which I think she's been in the gym a little bit longer than Nastia was before 2012, but 
I just don't know if she gave herself enough time to not only get all her skills back, but to also upgrade, because I think she needed to do that in order to be in contention, because there is so much talent in, on this USA team. Right. So I just don't know where I see her contributing. And same with Chelsea. Like, I love the fact that she's coming back, and I'd love to see her competing again. I'd love to see her make it to Olympic trials. I'm surprised that we've already seen her doing pretty much every single event yeah. from her training videos that she posts every week. Mm-hmm. She's doing the all-around, which is I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. I think if she was to come back, she'd mostly be useful on beam and floor. She is a world champion on bars from 2003, but I just don't know with her shoulder issues in the past. I don't know if I see her coming back to that same level. Right. I mean, it's hard to say right now. We're still so early on, especially in Chelsea's comeback. I know. It truly is hard because for every single person, so much can happen between now and then. All it takes is one of these girls that we talked about getting injured and a door opens up now for somebody else and Mm -hmm. that could open up, you know, an alternate spot. You know, if somebody, you know, on our main team gets injured, somebody else gets to move up and then now one of these other girls get to move into the alternate spot. So it's like a lot could happen between now and then. Obviously, we don't wish injuries on anyone but we want want everyone to be happy and healthy and the best team to be picked so and i'm still rooting for chelsea and Lori. and like i said i'd love to see them compete again that would be so so exciting i know i feel like i don't quite know what i'm hoping for in my head because like we have our team here that we laid out and that's kind of what i think mathematically makes sense but they're still a part of my brain that's rooting for chelsea and Lori. and it's like i don't know how they're gonna fit into the picture but i'm still kind of hoping it happens somehow even if it's just an alternate spot, I think it could it could happen. I'm not I'm not opposed to it happening, and I also don't think it's completely unrealistic. Right now, with everything that we know, I think I'm confident in saying the team and then the alternates that we've said. I'm confident with that, but I do think it can change. Also, Shailene Jones, mm-hmm. she's another one that I yeah, think, she's a, like a massive underdog. Yeah, she kind of goes under the radar, but she's really really good, and I know she's gonna kill it in college gymnastics, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's, she's another one with not really a whole lot of international experience, but she has so, so good. She has good skills. She's very clean, very powerful. Yeah, I just don't know. We'll see We'll see what she brings to the table in 2021, but I feel like I haven't seen enough from her in competition. You know, mm-hmm. training videos in the gym and posting it on social media is one thing. It's what you do on the competition floor that really matters most. And she's good. But I feel like it's not enough to top, you know, the likes of Riley McCusker and Morgan Hurd and the girls that were saying, you know, SUNY, the girls that were saying are going to be on the team. I just don't know if she's competitive enough with that right right now. Yeah, like I said before, the USA is deep and it's going to be a bloodbath, I feel like, to see who can make that top four because you know Tom is probably going to take the top four all around so who knows there might not even be strategy behind this mm-hmm. this might just be a situation where at trials it's or not at trials I guess it would be at the the selection camp yeah the top four yeah the end of the day you got to be one of the best all-rounders in the country so yeah there might there might not be a whole lot of strategy behind it but yeah that's our team Simone Riley Suni Grace And then in the specialist spots, Jade and Morgan Hurd. 
Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed hearing our predictions, and we would actually love to hear from you guys as well. So if you want to send us your predictions, you can email us at allthingsgympod at gmail.com, or you can tweet us on Twitter. We are at allthingsgympod there as well. So if you guys listened until the very end of last week's podcast, we actually planned to have Canadian world medalist Anna Pitarariu on the show this week, but she had something that came up that sort of conflicted with the time that we had our interview scheduled. So we will actually be recording that episode today on Monday, which is the day that this episode that you're listening to went up. So hopefully you guys are looking forward to that, and we hope you guys have a wonderful week. Go make someone smile today or spread some kindness wherever you are, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.